0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and I got the legend, the MVP veteran, the McDonald All-American, the big fella, your host, Marcus Liberty, but we got a special guest in here today. One of Mississippi's finest, one of my favorite point guards in NBA history. Uh, two-time SEC back-to-back player of the year. Uh, uh, Mr. Basketball in Mississippi. Uh, NBA first round, McDonald's American. Welcome, Mac, I do Raul to the building. Oh boy, what's up, boy?
1: Hey man, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me, man.
0: I know I'll be all hyped and stuff, but I that, don't that's
2: hyped, that's though. that's what you that's what you that's what you do, man. That's
0: what you do. I'll be hyped, live. So,
2: right. now everybody can you know hear each other pretty good, right? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Well, man, Mark I'm you know, man, I've man, you came in together, man. We did a lot of great things, you know. And I just wanted to you know get you on, man, so you can talk to some of the little shorties that that watch you, you know, do your thing. And also, I'm gonna be asking questions, man, about like how you actually taught me that move, your crossover, (laughs) pull-up jump shot. We worked on it a couple of times in practice, man, but I couldn't master it like you had it. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, you know, talk to the talk to our fans a little bit, man, and you know, tell them a little bit about yourself.
1: Oh man, you know, from Gulfport, Mississippi, man. Uh, Single family home. Uh, No, you know, obviously, no father. Man, went to to Gulfport High School, Uh, had a dream like most children, man, trying to make it. Uh, Decided at the age of 10 uh, to start waking up like 4 o'clock in the morning, being on the floor at 5, was hungry. Uh, You know, the ball just bounced my way, man. Started being invited to a lot of different camps. Did some great things through elementary, junior high, high school. Uh ended up going to a Nike camp when I was in high school, uh, going into my 11th and 12th grade year. Uh, there was a scout that was there that had never given one any a five, anyone a five. He was the toughest scout in history. I don't know since then, but uh, during that time, uh, two years in a row, he gave me the highest five score, man, and one year Jordan was there. Uh, I had a little one-on-one or two-possession one-on-one game with him. Scored on him fairly easy. And then- <laughs> <laughs> and then i just pretty much made my you know way uh into the rankings of uh, being the top guard in the nation man and decided to go to lSU and uh yeah. i was
2: just, you know what my <laughs> girl, i was at that <laughs> camp too man i remember that i remember yeah. that, man and 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 one thing i could tell you know what i can say about you man you always that confidence. Like you, you know, I was afraid to go out there. You was like, Yeah, I'm going. You know, I got, I got to his money. <laughs> You know, but I was afraid to go out there. I think you went out there and another guy went out there that played at Pittsburgh. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, I can't even, yeah. Yeah, but I but but you always had that that confidence, man, when you when you played the game and and, and I even watched some of your videos, uh like recently when you said I practice the way I want to practice not the way you guys think I should practice. Could you yep. elaborate a little bit on that? What what, what was your what, what your thought your know, thought process about when you
1: said that? Yeah, man, a lot of people they, you know, I mean you know as well as I do uh live uh people are looking at you from the outside in, man, and, and people love to put you in boxes, right? What a point guard should be, uh the things you, you know how you should play. And and for me, man, I never wanted to be put in a box. Uh you know, it's this thing about following tradition, right? Even when you're doing jab steps or, uh, you know, shooting your shot, and you should only shoot it this way. You should not shoot it that way. And I'm like, look, man, the more versatile you are, the more, the more you have in, in your arsenal, the more valuable you are. And I just, I just didn't want to limit myself, uh, whether it was range, whether it was angles. Uh, and so that's just, that's just what I meant by that, just not allowing yourself to put yourself in a box or anybody else to put you in a box. And just and just thinking of different creative ways of getting your shot off of of because you know, especially me being technically five eleven and a half, man, and, and coming out there with guys like yourself, you have to you have to be able to keep a guy off balance. You have to look right. And while you looking right, go left. You have to look down while you going up for your shot. You have to always try to find a way to keep them off balance. If you just owe regular, simple, you know,
2: man, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> wow. Hey, that is that is so wow. interesting, man. That is so interesting that you say that, man, because I don't think a lot of players think like that, Mahmood. I really don't, you know. That was just some knowledge that I think you're going to give a lot of our listeners because I think a lot of people do practice the basic robot, one stop, one pull up. I'm the shot fake. I'm going to do a little jab, but I'm not going to try to fake you out. You know, so you, I think what you just said, man, is, is interesting. And I think it's going to
1: help a lot of young kids, man, to start being who they are and not what people think they should be. But, but also, but also, man, the, the, sending the message to coaches, right? Because I think a lot of players, I mean, look, think about it, Lib. Even when you and I, when, when you can imagine yourself on the playground or you can imagine yourself outside of the Denver Nuggets practice mm-hmm. and you're able to hot top top. you know how you play at the end and you doing all type of stuff and you dribbling. If, if coaches could look at that, and that's what, something that I used to do as a, as a young boy, man, in elementary school, it just resonated early. I said, man, these guys don't really know what you can do. And you have to train the mind to get used to seeing stuff. You hear coaches sometimes like, don't do that, right? And the reason a lot of them say that is because they don't see you doing it in practice. Ooh. So my thing is I'll get in practice, and I'll when, when we're not practicing, when I'm out there shooting, I'm leaning, I'm doing all types of stuff, because day by day, you're looking at me, you never know who's watching. And you're like, hold on, hold on, man, he's, he's making that shot. Oh. He can actually do that. So now when you're in the game and you happen to pull it off, even if you miss, they're so accustomed to seeing you do that in practice, Ooh. it doesn't look foreign to them. That's deep. Oh, that's deep. That's and so deep. I was doing that early. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, constantly like, hold on, man. He can – he's making – I see him making it in practice. When he's working, he's working on that thing all the time. Yeah. And that's wow. something that a lot of young people don't do. I say you have to train these coaches' minds and their eyes to see it. To see it as normal. So, in other words, you're saying the coaches need to open up
2: their minds too in their thought process of of, of helping, you know, our, our kids, you know, be who they want to be, you know, which is, you know, a true basketball player,
1: being creative. You know. uh, we we didn't we didn't we didn't do that, live. We we back now when you look at the game, you look at people like Kyrie and and Chris Paul, and I mean they out there having, they're playing. They're playing playground ball within a five-man, you know, setup. And yeah. they're free. And so Damn. think about it, man. Well, after the after practice, when well, we can go out and we're we playing a three-on-three and, and the coaches aren't telling us to run, man, we out there dancing and throwing zip passes yeah. in the game. In the game, if you do that, oh, you showing off. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come on, man, this is, this is having fun. Your energy level is totally different when you're able to play the way you want to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I would say it's a combination. Yeah. And, and you have to also at some point too live, you know, some of us, man, we wait for people to give us our freedom, like wait for coaches to tell us shoot or pass. You will never really stay in the league like that. You have to learn how to be like that Harriet Tubman in basketball. You know Denmark Vesey, you know Gabriel Ooh. Pro, You gotta go take your freedom. Ooh. And sometimes, you know, you might miss them. Sometimes, but the more they see that aggression, again, you train in the mind and the eyes to see, man, this dude is relentless. Look, <laughs> you know, and the ball may start shifting in your favor when you start, you know, executing plays.
2: <laughs> go ahead, Rob. <laughs> hey, dude,
0: I'm I'm just sucking it all up because he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. kid uh coach will keep you in a box so i mean so you're probably watching James Harden right now like this is the ultimate street ball player's dream there right so talk about Durant, james
1: harden man i mean he look a, a, <laughs> you want to talk about a a a, a a a guy that can go get buckets i mean he can flat out do it i mean on the drive he can shoot the deep ball the the mid range ball he 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 plays with it uh the step back move i mean it's it's you know, look, man, uh, it's a beautiful thing to watch, uh, whether, you know, you're talking about James Harden, whether you're talking about Curry, whether you're talking about Kyrie. These guys are, like, having fun. Mm-hmm. And they took that away
0: from us when we were growing up,
1: right, fellas? Oh. Yeah, no, no, for real, a lot of coaches – I mean, a lot of players, we do it to ourselves. We don't go – and I don't, I don't want to make this thing like it's, it's all coaches because, you know, you got to put in the work. You, right. it's, it's, it's a balance. You gotta, You got to show them that, look, man, I can do this, but you do have also on the other end of that man. People stuck in their ways. They see mm-hmm. things only their way. They're not. They're not. Then it doesn't seem like they're willing to expand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 that's my thing. When I'm training somebody, I never, Even when I train people, man, I never try to put them in a box. I'm not one of those individuals. No, no, no. You you want your elbows to be here. You want your no. I say, look. If you can make it, if that's your shot, t- make it. But let's find a way to add to it. How can you get mm-hmm. that thing off quicker? How can you shoot it from different angles? I ain't trying to change your shot if you're comfortable right. with it. You, you now only if you're just constantly missing, and I might say, okay, let's, let's try this or let's try that. <laughs> but like, right. you think about people like Rashad Lewis, he doesn't have no traditional shot, right? right. But he mm-hmm. makes them, mm-hmm. you know. Back in the day, you have uh, 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 Jamal Wilkes, the round, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would he would light you up. Right. And we got too many people trying to, again, no, 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 this is the way to do it. This is what I want my point guard to be. Man, if you were to try to tell Isaiah Thomas, I remember going to uh, Nike, Nike camp. Mm-hmm. Bobby Hurley's daddy looked at me and Latero Green. He said, hold on, man, you guys are point guard. Y'all averaging 30-something a game. And he said, my point guards only get five shots a game. I said, well, listen, I'm glad we from Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, because, because that's that's the mentality I'm talking. I mean, great. He has a great history of being a coach, but it's that mentality. Sometimes your big dude ain't your go-to. Sometimes right. it's, your, it's your forward like Jordan. Sometimes it's your guard like Isaiah. You have to play to your strengths. Right. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You got me hyped over here, man. <laughs> I love it, man. I wish it was live, man.
2: Man, we'll get him on again, though. We'll get him on again. Ooh, mo uh, You know what, man? I and I did look at that too. I was like, he averaged 30 points, you know, a game in high school, and I used to hear stories about you and Latrell, uh Latario Green having mm-hmm. battles, man. Like, yeah. You know, and, and I know that's your brother, and I
1: know you, you know, you love him, but you, when, when you lace him up, you going out. Oh, yeah, all day. Uh, and j- j- look, just like you will go with whoever your partners are. I was, <laughs> my, I was telling my children, I got this little, uh, my, my son's friend is over here, man, staying for us for about a week, and I take him to the gym early in the morning. I said, Listen, man, we'll go through drills, and I said, You guys got to go one on one. And I said, This ain't about friendship. Yeah, you friends, but this ain't about friendship. I said, all these scars on my hand, mostly every la- 90-some percent of these scars are by my homeboys mm-hmm. that we were playing one-on-one. It was personal. Mm-hmm. we we get mad at each other. We'd be mad at each other after the game, but about five minutes or so, let's go get something to eat. Yep. Right. Because that's the way you know we're trying to get better. you know. And you need to demand that, look, man, I need you to push me. And I'm going to push you. I don't care if you get mad. So... But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just the way. I mean, and they do it nowadays, too. But uh, but but you see more so today a lot of, quote, unquote, friends, they don't want to get up on each other. They don't want to push. They don't want to make each other mad. I was like, what? You don't want to get better then. Wow.
2: Which, which, Mahmoud, leads me to the next question I want to ask you. I know you were probably being recruited by a lot of colleges, man, but you chose to, you know, go to LSU. Mm-hmm. Um what was the thought process with, with that, you know, because I know you was being recruited by a bunch of colleges.
1: You know what, man? Uh, when I was younger, you know, you watching television, man, the Georgetown's, the North Carolina's, all of those schools. And you're like, man, that's, that's where I want to go. But as you actually start going through the recruiting process, you start thinking about it's really, man, it's not about labels so much, it's about fits. You know, what makes sense to you? Who do you think you can trust the most? Because you hear the stories. Oh, they said this, you go to this school, then all of a sudden, you know, you don't get any playing time. But also, man, I was leery even at that age of of coaches telling me things like, you know, we don't know what the next second going to bring. And mm-hmm. so when you have a coach telling you, hey, man, you come to our organization, you're going to play right away, boom, boom, and bam, I'm saying to myself, I didn't necessarily articulate it then, but I'm thinking to myself, I say, man, how do you know that? You don't know – what type of improvement or lack of that I may have in the summer. You promising me something in the future. Wow. What if somebody works at work, working out and they outplay me right. When mm-hmm. I come in, I said, you can't make those promises. The thing that made the difference with me, man, and coach Karst was the assistant coach was really the one that, that sold it for me. Cause he's the one I talked to the most, okay. very genuine guy, but, but they never promised me anything. And when they told me, they said, listen, cause everybody else was, Hey, this is, this is what, this is what's going to happen. And when they came to me, they said, look, man, we have Fess Irving. He was a freshman, you know. I remember, uh, I remember had, Yeah, freshman first team last year. And he said, uh, basically, to make a long story short, look, if you come in, you do what you're supposed to do, you'll play. And I had never heard that. Wow. And I shook his hand. I said, legal. <laughs> and then we just kept talking. And I told my mother, I said, look, man. This is where I'm going. Of course, my mother wasn't happy. A lot of people associated with, with her wasn't happy. I had, it was a tumultuous time, man. There were, uh, I mean, they had to send the police. When I actually signed, my mother didn't sign my letter of intent. I had to wait till I was 19 to sign it myself. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, the NCA got involved because I was being threatened. Why? People who wanted me to go to certain schools because what? they were, they were anticipating getting paid, oh. right? And, and, and I remember telling the dude, I said, man, listen, I said, uh, he took me for a ride on the highway, and I said, "Listen." He said, "Well, look, we we want you to go here and here because they offered this." And at that time, now, I mean, granted, I think now I, I was a little different than uh, my mindset. But now, after you play, and you realize all oh, the you don't know the, uh, the 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 business side of it mm-hmm. now. If I'd have known better, I would have asked to get paid. <laughs> but, but because, because it's, as you know, look, man, they're exploiting a lot. They're exploiting these athletes when it's all said and done. Yeah. And, but at that time, I remember being in the car with him. I said, look, man, I'm not for sale. And I said, if I'm going to make it, uh, my mother's going to be taken care of. Because he tried to use my mother, you know, hey, take care of her. I said, look, I'm going to LSU. And that's said, he got upset. My mother got upset. I had to leave the home because I walked out on my mother, and that's something I never really did. Like a couple of times, man, I I, I left home a couple of times just to get away, and oh, uh. But but I ended up signing my own letter of intent, man, and I went in, and I was just determined, man. I was I was I was hurt, I was sad because this supposed to be one of the best times of your life, you know, signing with a school. Oh, kid. right. But at the same time, I was angry, you know. I had I had something to prove. Yeah. It, mm. it pissed me off, and and so one thing led to another, man, and.
0: <laughs> yeah. man, that's crazy. Here you are today, but at least you went in there with that chip on your shoulder,
1: though. Yeah,
0: you know, because yeah. that money could have put you into a place you where you could have became complacent.
1: But you know, man, the thing too, uh, and and I I, I I would imagine well, Marcus, uh, Lib is in a bigger, he was in a bigger, uh, bigger city, man. So I, I mean, I can only imagine the talent that he. And the, and, and, and the notoriety that he was getting. But mm-hmm. for me, when I went to the Nike camp, and of course you play people in your area and you take little trips to Florida, you take little trips to New Orleans, you play other teams. But when you go to a place where they say the 110 of the top players in the nation, right. and you see all these guys doggone trees, and look, they talk about <laughs> handling the ball. I mean, you had, you had guys handling the rock then. And right. you, like, God dang. Never, <laughs> I say man I say man I got to be able to i mean if this, if these are the type of guys I'm gonna be playing against I got to be able to put in some work
2: and stand Ooh, right. out
1: especially at my height so right. that, man that being at that camp seeing all of those people like live and 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 the Lonzo morning and I mean you name I'm like man. It made me come back home, and you thought I was working before I came there. I started really <laughs> working then. Wow. What was you doing? You mind if I asked that? What was, what was you we're doing? God, Putting up doing. more jumpers? Man, I was look no. I, man, look. I was doing every – yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm dribbling the rock. I'm creating moves. I tell people that I train, I say, man, for every move, there's a counter. For every counter, there's a counter. And you're constantly building up on that. And and so my thing was I'm constantly working on the fundamentals. They're all the fundamentals, the building blocks of what's 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 advanced. You never want to not do that. But then you start adding combinations. You start envisioning two, three different invisible people playing, and they're always super close to you, like nicking the ball type close. And you're trying to escape and create space with your imagination, which is impossible because your imagination is always on you so but my thing is if I can create space with my imagination no human being can stay with me like my imagination can wow, and so i'm a reading, I'm even coming down and i'm fake I'm in the park and I'm dribbling and I'm looking away and passing the ball and making sure that that ball lands on in an area in a line that I wanted to land in I would have to go in the field pick it back up and come back A-ta-ta-ta. throw passes (laughs) and i'm working on that by myself (laughs) so these things that i would do then towards the latter part of the day that's when people come out they don't come out when it's hot and when and when it's four or five o'clock in the morning so when they came out and they coming out to play 21 and 505 i've already had about four or five hours of getting it in Mm -hmm. yeah so this was daily every single day man rain cold and I'm. That's just. I'm just not saying that because it sounds good.
2: No, man. I. I and I. And I believe it too, man. I believe it too. Because I, I witnessed some of that stuff, man. And that's what I was going to go to LSU when we had <laughs> an opportunity to play you guys. When I was at Illinois and you was at LSU, and I remember walking through the mall, man. I don't know if I told you this, my boy, but I was. All, we was all as a team walking through the mall, and, the, and and one of these guys came out the shop. He said. Chris Jackson, as we say, said, said Chris Jackson is the best thing since Pete Maravich to come through. <laughs> man, we cracked up and started laughing, man. and the way his accent, that that country accent, came out, man, we was laughing, man. But Mahmoud, you gave my guys, man, the business, man. Like, and they they admitted it. You know, Bardo, Steve Bardo, and Kendall
1: Gill. Kendall was like, man, I couldn't wait to see you get on him. <laughs> man, man you, guys, you guys came in. You guys had such a powerhouse, man. Not only did you have size, man, you had guys who could who could create their shot, who could run the guy on floor, who was athletic. There were two teams in the history of my – even though I, I had a great, great night of scoring with you mm-hmm. guys, man, y'all – I mean, I had to work. And I fouled out with nine minutes left. Yep. And you I had like 27. 27, I 27 yeah. I, fi- I, I remember that game vividly. Mm. It's still y'all. Because <laughs> I'm like, I had 27, fouled out with nine. Because y'all were just, not only were you big, but you were agile. You could shoot, you could put it on the floor, you could run the floor. And it's like, to stay with you guys, was, and y'all would, you, when you you have to switch, and you are, y'all put so much pressure. And, of course, players don't let you notice when you're playing. But, man, I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you got to think about, man, you got to think about 6'5", or 6'6", six, 6'8", six, six, and you, like, trying to hold these guys. Then you got to come back down, and, and you got to make a move because they're so big, and they can move. And you got to use your quickness to mm-hmm. get away from them to be able to get your shot off. I was just hoping that they wouldn't see that I was tired. Wow! But, you know, but man, y'all, y'all, man, I said, God dang! I had twenty seven. I filed out with nine, and they whooped us. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean? It was
2: it was humiliating. But man, you know, I, man, we was watching. Uh, I, I think it was either Georgia or Alabama. You gave them fifty. What did you give them fifty?
1: Well, Georgia, I gave fifty five. That was I was. Gonna, that's what I was gonna say earlier. Actually. Your, you guys, team, and the other team, man. That really, you know, uh, that uh, in terms of my uh, uh, Alabama was a team with Horry. They, they, were also athletic, and man, it was. You had to really work extra to when you play games like that. No, so I didn't have fifty against Alabama, um, but they, they really made me work too, man. But you appreciate that, man. It, that yeah. that type of stuff wakes you up. Yeah. And uh, and also,
2: my good, I want to congratulate you because I know LSU did just retire your jersey, right?
1: They yes. Yeah. Your number I up Appreciate. There. Yeah. I
2: appreciate. It. I mean, well overdue though, way overdue, man. That should have been happening. but you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Better late than never, right? So. <laughs>
1: yeah, I appreciate uh,
2: it. Yeah, man. So I, I just want to congratulate you on that. And then now we just we let's go to the NBA now. No. We just want to knock all this stuff out, and then we'll end with with you giving some advice to, to youngsters. But you get drafted, you know, number what three third pick in a draft.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, and um, and me and you went through it together because we came in together, and 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 having three different three different coaches, man, is hard to do, but. Tell us about, you know, how you, you know, first, you know, getting drafted. How, how was you feeling? Or, you know, did you have that chip on your shoulder that you knew you had to come in and prove something? Well, just walk us through, you know, your draft process.
1: Uh, man, uh, you you put in that much work. And now that day finally comes, man, you're super excited. Man, and, I mean, you, you, know, you, you know as well as I, I'm sure your agent was telling you the possibility of where you're going to go, but you never really know. So you know, there was this apprehension, man, and and just uncertainty, like, okay, and nervousness, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, now you got to readjust and move to another city and get used to a whole other environment, so that was a part of it, too, man, and and, uh, so I was definitely super excited uh, about the opportunity. I'd heard I was going to be drafted to Denver, and that actually was something that that, that came true, Uh, and yeah, uh, I, I had a chip, but at the same time, man, I was listening to uh, now that I know it, the wrong advice, you know, you have people telling you, Hey man, you gotta be bulky. You gotta be bigger. And so I didn't have a trainer, man. None of my life. Did I have people that train? me. I, I went out and watched television. I took photo images of what I wanted, you know, what I saw that I liked. And I tried to go out and make it my own on top of just trying to be creative. And I ended up gaining man coming in overweight, as you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and and coming in overweight, man, you just and with a system that Paul Westhead had, Mark. Look, man, look, I've never heard of that. I, the the day he said, and I don't know if you remember this, mm. he said, "I we want to be the first team to average two, uh, no, to, to score two hundred points in a game." <laughs> wow! And then and then and then when he said this is really killed it for me, I, good dude. You know, he has his own methodology, but mm. he said, uh, "You have." You know how you say you have a first win and a second win? Mm-hmm. He was talking you have a third win, a fourth win, and a fifth win. <laughs> I'm like, man, if you keep having all these wins, you're going to be faster than Superman. <laughs> At some point, and he was like, he was like, the more you work, the faster, the more you run, the faster you're going to get. No, nah, that ain't the way life The more you run, the slower you're going to get. I knew, I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> and so man it was i was depressed, Marcus I was out of shape, man, I was in a city, I wasn't used to the snow, it was yeah. gloomy. then I had a coach that i don't I didn't think really wanted me uh because doug mo uh uh drafted yeah. for me then they mm-hmm. fired him and brought Paul Westhead in and and then a lot you know it was me too because i didn't I didn't come in in the shape that I was supposed to be, listening to wrong advice, so that first year man was uh i mean you know what man i yeah. mean it, it was it was difficult, man. And, yeah, so I ended up seeing this article in, in a grocery store uh, that said I was a bust. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's what caused the, 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 the switch to flip on. I said, oh no, I don't wanna go out like that. Right. I, I, I gotta do something to change it. So I started going that summer, man, putting in a lot of work in Cherry Creek Sporting Club. Yep. You know what I mean? It's constantly, man, and I came back, Eventually got the Player of the Year. I mean, uh, uh most improved Player of the Year. Uh-huh. And my career shifted as a result of that, man. But that was pretty much. I knew I kind of went into a lot of other stuff, man. But oh, the draft, a- yeah, and and the NBA, man, and and Paul Westhead in those first years. And I know, I mean, you know, man, you were there with us, man. It was it. Man, that was a tough. Man, that was a tough couple of years, man. Going through that transition, being booed almost every night. Yeah, man. <laughs>
2: You know what kind of confused me with that team and and with Paul Westhead's system? He said he wanted to run, but he always was playing, you know, Orlando Woolridge, Walter Davis, you know, the guys that wasn't as fast as me uh, or you and, or you know. So it kind of confused me. I don't know if he didn't want to step on no toes, and that's why he did it. Right, right. that That always mind boggled me, man yeah yeah no you're right you're right you're right and i'm not trying to knock on you know coach system anything like that but me and you we're young you know we had that energy you know so but yeah man you you so you played how many years you played it with the the nuggets because i only got three years i played six years six years right and then um got the most improved player did your thing man i remember uh, with, with Nuggets when the, it was All Star, one of the, I can't remember what year it was, and I said, I said, man, you dunking standing straight up under the rim. I mean, you literally would stand up underneath the hoop and you did a three sixty and you jump right up and you dunk. I said, my, move, I
1: said, well, you know, Chris. I said, man, you need to, you need to get in the dunk contest. And, and I blame y'all for this to this day because man, I had no interest. And, I mean, I started dunking one year, man, and and, 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 and then your players would tell you, just like yourself, dunking in the dunking contest. I didn't even put my name in the hat. I think mm-hmm. one of y'all put my name in the hat. And then eventually I said, man, I'm going to just go ahead and go because I wanted my time. You know, when it's, when it's All-Star break, if you ain't in an All-Star game, man, you're trying to take that time off and relax. Yeah, and so I ended up going, man. But my heart wasn't really in it. I, I, I did all my dunks in the warm up. I was dunked out, <laughs> you know. <what> I mean?
0: <laughs> Tim Perry and
1: I, we on the bench laughing. He was like, I said, "What you gonna do?" He said, "He said, watch and see what I go, what, what I do. You gonna laugh at this?" And I said, "Oh, you think that's something?" <laughs> say watch when I get out of there. But it was just, man. It, but yeah, uh, I, I blame y'all for that, man. Yeah, but but yeah. at the same time. But at the same time, I thank you because I think I'm the first one in the history of the NBA to uh, enter a dunk contest without ever dunking in the NBA games. So I'm in the oh, history yeah?
0: right? Wow. <laughs> I read wow. that,
1: man. I read that earlier too. But, but yeah, but, never
2: but dunked that. in the NBA games. Yeah. But but you can get up, though, man. In practice, you were. I was like, man, he's, this dude. This dude jumping up like that, just dunking it right up underneath the basket. Hey,
0: live. That's a southern trait, bro. Yeah, I already. <laughs> All the brothers down there getting up. Already- can I, brother? Can I? Can I jump in here real quick though? Go I was right. just reading up on something that uh, Phil Jackson compared mm-hmm. the likes of Steph Curry to, to the way that you play. What mm-hmm.
1: do you think about that, man? Look, I'm super humbled and and, and uh, gracious for those type of comments, man. We're always gonna be compared to somebody else, and if there was anybody, man, that uh, I love to be compared uh, to, and there's some others as well. Uh, I'm definitely not upset about that comparison. No, that's I mean, I, I, you know, some people they 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 got upset because they are thinking, man, he averaged. That's not what Phil was saying. Phil right. was talking about styles of play.
0: Right. That's what he was like, talking about.
1: Yeah. Quick release angles, getting your shot off. You know, and so, but you know, some people missed that. They 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 took it personal. Uh, right. It's a different. It, it's a different era now than it was then. I mean, now, man, guys. You know, there were certain players when we were coming up that had green lights, but shoot, man, uh, the Golden State Warriors have a fluorescent light. (laughs) 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 And and look, man, Leah, you guys have played basketball. You know, you know, you know, it's a whole The goal looks two, three times as bigger when you don't have coaches down your neck Mm -hmm. questioning your shot. You know what I mean? And you yeah. just literally you it's 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 free it's the, the movement is free, it's more harmonious, you get into your groove better. And it's just it's just fun to watch, man. You know, it's it's just a different game. But I I love the I mean I'm just grateful. I'm humble for the for the comparison, man. Just yeah. humble. Because he's and I, definitely and he can play. No, nah, but I think my
2: mood, I I watch you in practice, man, after practice, and I remember I don't know if you remember this. We used to do some shooting after practice, and you were of run, run off probably 50, 50 in a row, and it's all net. We used to say 50 that, in a row. He used, used to say stuff like, if it slipped, it don't, it don't count. Oh, that slipped, man. Oh, that slipped, man. <laughs> you, you, know
1: what? <laughs> you know what, man? Uh, a lot of people, it's funny uh, you say that because my, my, my children now, my sons, they, they don't even, when I shoot a shot, if it rattles, if if it ah, slip and they're counting, because I count my own buckets, but they'll be like, don't count. They don't even wait for me to say it don't count. They already know now. But yeah, you're right, you're right. You know, we have those days, man, we have those days.
2: Man, man, I, I, I really enjoy watching you shoot, man, really. Uh, it was like, it's like an art, man, the way you pulled up so quick with that crossover, man. Uh, and you tried that. to teach me that move, man, and I, I, I just couldn't get it, man. I guess I was too long. And my arms were too long, or something, man. But. You're too tall, Liv. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we, yeah, we used to get it in, man. We used yeah. to get it in. And I was, man, I was always rooting for you, man, because, yeah. you know, I, I was going through it too. You know, being the third pick, and then not really getting third pick minutes. You know, it does something to you, man. Especially after you've been putting in work. And then all, all the accolades that you had been getting coming out of high school and work that you did in college, man. And, and just to uh, your heart, I wasn't one of those players that, that was shooting other people down and not wanting to make it. I'm, I'm like, man, I want all of us to make
2: it. Right. You know, and exactly. so
1: I, I wouldn't I would say it to you then so much. I mean, I know we, we would, you know, have our little conversations here and there, man. And, and, uh, but, now I was always rooting for you, man. Yeah, man. You know, but you, know, you know how it is. I mean, that's just life. Life happens all the time. Yep,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And I and I agree with you hundred percent, man. It was it was tough, man. It was real tough on me because I was hearing things just like you was hearing things. And I'm like, man, and Marcus he shouldn't have got drafted. He don't need to be in the league and this and that. And it, it was hurt it was very hurtful, man. You know, and then I get yeah. that phone call that I'm Packing my bags, ready to go to the Utah Jazz game, and they tell me I've been traded. You know, right before the game. I mean, I'm literally packed, about to go out the door, and they traded me. You know, it-
1: why? you? Why you? This is your first year. You're in a situation where you're confused. Now you're second. You're second. You're doubting yourself. You're questioning yourself. Man, that's a lot. It's a lot. Because look, I don't. I've said this a couple of times. During that same period, man, I'm third pick. Now, and I'm going through what I'm going through. I had literally contemplated, man. I'm like, man, I don't know if this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I was out of shape. <sighs> I was depressed. I'm like, <sighs> no, I really don't know if this. And I was contemplating giving the game up. But you know, I just had, you know, that that self-discipline. Like, you know how when you cry as a man, sometimes <laughs> right after you cry, you get mad, you cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. I cry. <laughs> 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 right,
0: beat yourself
1: in the chair and get pissed off, then get back right. up, right? And so right. I, I kicked it. I said, "No, man, I got to keep moving. I ain't gonna. Yeah. I'm not doing this." <laughs> so, but I had those wow. moments. man. I had those moments, and I can imagine how many guys probably are having those moments in and you out, man. Because mm-hmm. you put your life into this, man. You and yeah. we all try to take it. And a lot of us, we come from strapped socioeconomic background so man this is like a this is like life or death for a lot of us mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. so yeah so my yeah man so i always man i mean we don't talk a lot but when we do it's always genuine man and i got mm-hmm. i'm always have love for you man wish you nothing but immense success all both of you and yeah. I, I just want everybody to make it man everybody to make it
2: that's, right. that's real man yeah that's real talk man that's so great. we go we to end with this, Mark. Bull.
0: Hold on, Can Don't end yet, big guy. Hold on, nah. I want to ask him one more question. <laughs> <dog. All> right. <laughs> the 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 last dance. You got to just
1: give us a little bit about that. Just a little bit. <laughs> what you take from that, big guy? Well, man, you know what? I'm think I'm thinking that'll be a great conversation for next time. But to, for, yeah, for, what just, we do. Just, oh. just generally speaking. Oh, he gonna
0: I, come on next time?
1: I, I, yeah. I, I love okay. you, man. I mean, look, man. I mean, look. Look, you, you played in Jackson is enough for me. And, okay. and the fact that Marcus and I have a history, man. Look, all you got to do is call me. If I, if I feel I got something to say, my, my doors are open all the time. And I try never to use my words loosely. If I okay. say something, you know what I mean? But, but no, I mean, it's entertaining, I'll tell you. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really watch. I always try to watch a lot of TV, and I try to be selective, man. But it's entertaining, man, to, to see, and, and it's, it's, it's generating a lot of questions. You know, uh, you know, some people are angry, some people are, you know, uh, it's just a lot, man. Uh, It's a lot, you know, and for the longest, there's been this thing with Jordan about his non-involvement in social and political issues, you know, because now the times are a little different. But, Mm -hmm. you know, even on the flip side of not even getting into that right now, man, just a lot of the things, you know, when we were coming up, when we looked at Chicago and how much they were winning, we wouldn't have thought that, It kind of, when you look at your situation, you're like, God, (laughs) dog. I mean, you got Pippen and Jordan. They are like the, I mean, Jordan marquee player. You have Mm -hmm. Pippen as his right-hand man. They're winning championships. And these guys have been getting underpaid for years. Right. Right. Man, okay, that still, in a sense, don't have nothing to do with my agent and my contract. (laughs) Right. What happened to them? I don't feel as bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> but 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 it speaks to the but it speaks to the business of the NBA and valuing, truly valuing people that's putting that work in for you, man. And then on the flip side of that, even though he's making millions and millions in endorsements, but for him to still go out coaching <laughs> every night knowing he's underpaid mm-hmm. and, and and still put in that work, that says something to his character too. So there's so many angles, man, we can go. Mm-hmm. On, on a positive note, and possibly you know a controversial note, but I think it'll be a great conversation.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll get you back on, man. And, and we, we'll get we'll get on that Facebook Live so we can get our people to, to, <laughs> yeah. to chime in. But before we go, man, we always like to ask our you know guests to, to give some kind of advice to an up and coming you know basketball player who wants to get in you know get involved you know in this sport you know and just share a little bit of your, you know, what you think
1: or how you
2: think a player should go about, you know, trying to make it.
1: Uh, well, let me. I'm I'm just gonna say something general and then try to give some specific, man. There's there's yeah. a quote by George Washington Carver, man. I keep with me. Uh, he says, no one has the right to come into this world then go out of it without leaving behind distinct and legitimate reasons for having passed through it. And so he yeah. said, in other words, that you know you wanna leave a legacy worth leaving. And so with that said that whatever you do, if basketball is what you want, man, you wanna make it a lifestyle. Anytime you're trying to be great at something, right? It's, and there's a great book, man, that I, I usually give to agents and I usually give to players. It's called Chop Wood, Carry Water, falling in love with the process of becoming great small book. And every chapter they're, 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 they're uh, building upon different lessons. But we live in a society where we want, oftentimes, man, we want things to happen fast. We got fast food, fast information, and we want success to come fast. But it's never happened that way. And success has never been linear. It's always been the ebbs and flows, the challenges that we face. And so my thing is, man, whatever you do, you have to make it a lifestyle. You have to study it. You have to live. If you want to be great at it, you have to live and breathe. I tell a lot of NBA guys, college guys that I train, look, there's a difference from wanting to be great and want to be mediocre. If you want to be mediocre, that's you. I'm not, I'm not here to argue. But if you're trying to be great, if you're not flirting with death and contemplate quitting, you're not working hard enough.
2: Mm. You know what
1: I mean? And so, so it's, about, it's, about, it's about being consistent. It's, it's, it's about challenging the boundaries. You know, it's not enough just to make a shot. Okay, now how do I want that shot to go in? Am I doing that shot game speed? Am I able to go and stop on a dime and change direction, go full speed and stop on a dime again? It's always, you know, is, is, is whatever's comfortable making it, uh, whatever's uncomfortable making it comfortable mm-hmm. and going to those things. And, 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 man, there's so much that can be said, but uh, I would definitely say, man, consistency, persistence. Uh, oh, character, character. Man, you could be the greatest basketball player in the world, but if you got a terrible character, people don't like you right nobody want to be around you and character is just as important as developing skill it can get you indoors you know i was training once man he's he's doing well now malcolm Brogdon. yeah um, <laughs> i trained him 2 years here in atlanta man and and that he had other trainers had his hands on him had their hands on him too cuz i would always tell people don't just rely on me you know there's a whole bunch of people out there with information and knowledge but but uh malcolm uh, malcolm one time challenged me in a game very humble guy we were at a uh, fairville high school and this happens often you know they look at you and you're old or older to them and he's mm-hmm. about six five he said coach i think i can get you now and i said really mm-hmm. but the tone that day was aggressive that's the way i heard him he said man, you don't have it Mocha. you washed up <laughs> i said really and so i was offended because man he's a, such a humble guy intelligent guy I'm like, oh, man. I said, listen, all right. I said, let's play. And I don't normally talk like this, but now you didn't piss me off. So I gave him the ball, and I said, uh, we're going to go to 15. I said, uh, I'm going to beat you convincingly. But I'm not going <laughs> to – I am not gonna. I said, I'm not, I'm not going to even try that hard, but I'm going to beat you convincingly. Gave him the ball. He missed his first shot. Man, when I say the first 13 of those shots that I took probably didn't hit net and I was taking between the <laughs> legs. I was doing all this stuff. And I, I was just using angles, not necessarily enormous speed at the time. And I beat him 15 to zero. He sat down. He was mad. And as I'm sitting there, I said three things to him. I said, look, man, let me let me say something to you. And I was very calm. I said, I said, Malcolm, never in your life insult me. Don't don't do that. <laughs> I said, number two, I said, never underestimate who you're playing against. I said, you don't know what a guy can be holding back from you. You don't know the type of day that guy can have. He can just have the upper hand that day. And I said, number three, always never lose sight of humility. I said, being humble will get you farther in life than not any day. And so after that, man, he never asked me. Well, he never asked me to play one on one again. But he would say, Coach, I think I can get you now. But he would say it with a smile. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but, but my, my point was look man hey, you story. can't see sight of being humble no matter how great your game is no matter how many times he's scoring and i you know God can look whatever you have today can be taken away from you tomorrow that's right yes. and yes. so that's just as important Liv and I'm always conveying
2: man hey we have to end on that one man man I enjoyed this Man, we're going to still put this out. We're going to still try to put this out. But, man, we got to get you back on, man, so you uh, viewers can actually see you, man, and, and, and have some comments. Because I know they're going to have some comments they want to act. But yeah. I enjoy having you on all I like go, man. Me and my man, my co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, Jackson, Mississippi alum. He was excited, man, and I was excited, too, because I know, you know, we came in together and did a lot of great things, so big ups to you, man. Wish like you well, it. and uh, give a shout-out to All Ball before you get up out of here, man, All Ball Chicago.
1: Hey, shout-out to All Ball Chicago, man. Much love to y'all. Much success always, man. My man.
0: Mm-hmm. Love, Mahmoud, Abdul Rahul, my man. That's right. pull-up. Pennies, walk (laughs) your bucket baby we up out of here love man love Love, Love. Love. all right fellas all right peace thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube